Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend slash my co-host, Devin, and today we're here to give our spoiler-free thoughts on House of the Dragon, aka Hot D, Episode 6. So again, we want to thank Warner Brothers, Discovery, and HBO Max for sending us these screeners early so that we can get the word out for you guys to get you pumped for this coming up week's episode. It's a good one, I promise you. I mean, every single episode so far has landed for me. Um, I can't say the same for Devin, but at least for me, I'm enjoying the ride so far. But before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics, that is Optics with an X, or you can email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, what's up? How you been? It's been quite the week. Very, very busy. Hey, we're, we're, almost, we're almost there. We got one more day as of this recording, and then it's the weekend. We're, we're home free. Uh, we, we can sit, we can chill, we can watch some Andor. We can watch some uh, some Midnight Club. We can watch some uh, some Harley Quinn season three. <laughs> eventually, yeah, eventually, definitely. But yeah, it's whew, been a long week. But hey, like we're we're still here. We're we're still surviving. But uh, as I mentioned before, we're going to be covering House of the Dragon episode six. This is a spoiler-free review. Again, we want to keep all of the amazing surprises and epicness. For you guys when you watch it on Sunday. So again, this is spoiler-free. We're just here to give our initial thoughts about the episode. Uh, but we will be covering spoilers from episode one through five from the previous week. So if you haven't seen those episodes, we definitely recommend that you go back and listen to our spoiler-free reviews of those. But we will be covering the events from episodes one through five from this previous week. So, Devin, are you ready to hop back on your dragon and sail to Westeros? Yeah, I got a nice giant dragon out there waiting for me on command. I hope so. I mean, I've been waiting for my dragon for a while. I still haven't received it. So we'll just have to wait and see. But ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to House of the Dragon, episode six. The road ahead is uncertain, but the end is clear. We are better defended. Against him. Whomever may dare to challenge us. The threat of war looms. The gods have yet to make a man who lacks the patience for absolute power, Your Grace. And we are back. You just heard a little snippet of the trailer for House of the Dragon, a.k.a. Hot D, episode six. Again, this is a spoiler free review. Just giving our initial thoughts. Again, thank you to HBO Max uh, for sending, up the, uh, sending us these screeners. 
for you guys. So I'm going to pass it over to Devin like I always do because I, I enjoy hearing his thoughts first. It gives me a second to kind of warm up my voice since I've been talking here for about almost five minutes straight. So Devin, what are your initial reactions on House of the Dragon episode six? I feel like I'm uh, definitely starting to get lost in the hot D here. I, I think all these characters need name tags at this point. Um, that would definitely be a big help. And even maybe like a, a family tree like attached to it as well. Maybe you can maybe you can use some fancy technology on HBO and, and click a link and it'll show you their family tree to see the lineage and where these people come from. Because every episode there just seems like there's just two or three new people just added in. Like I don't even know who this person was that showed up that was kind of the focal point of this episode. I don't know where he came from. I mentioned uh, earlier in the season that I, w- that I was worried about the time jumps, and it, it definitely is a lot to to try to catch up on and, and keep up with as far as someone who has no idea who any of these people are, both historically as far as Game of Thrones goes or now that they've been introduced in this, this series. So it's definitely a lot. I'm trying to, to keep up with it. It seems to, like it's, these past couple episodes, it's lost me a bit, just because, like I said, it's just a lot, and there's a different time jump every episode, and you don't know how much or what happened. I do like the, the two new actresses for Princess Rhaenyra and Queen Allison. Um, I've always liked Olivia Cook. She's been in a few things, but I don't think I've ever seen Emma Darcy, but... She did a good job. The king is not aging well. I guess uh, I guess Damon has the good genes, at least as far as health goes in that family. Hopefully, hopefully he'll he'll keep his his long blonde platinum hair longer than the king will. So I actually want to touch on what you're talking about for the family tree, because there actually is a um, website out there that HBO Max created for the show, because um, I believe they do recognize that there are a lot of Targaryens within this 300 year reign before the events of Game of Thrones, in this case for the books um, or for the show. It says 200 years, like in every single like uh, synopsis, but in the show it says 174 years. But I'm gonna link that uh, family tree. Uh, it's kind of like a wiki wiki page that uh, HBO Max uh, conjured for fans. But I do agree. If you are very new to Game of Thrones, all in all, if you've never watched the Game of Thrones, the original series, um, you thought you know <laughs> keeping up with everyone's name is bad within the first five episodes. There's a 10 year time jump between episode five and episode six. So like Devin said, we do have Emma Darcy who is playing Rhaenyra Targaryen, the older version of Rhaenyra. And we have Olivia Cook who is playing the older version of Alicent. And that was the first thing that I really noticed because it feels like these characters never left, but obviously now they are more mature. They are more grown up. So you see them in a different light, but you've known where they came from since they were children. And now within this episode, there's a lot of tension. I mean, there's been tension building up, but I think this is the most like heavy tension episode we've had so far, especially between um, Sir Lenor, um, Rhaenyra, Alicent, and pretty much everyone else involved. Uh, there's still a lot of rumors going around, uh, different rumors around this uh, this time around, but still um, very interested to kind of just unravel. And a lot happens here. Again, not much of an action-heavy 
episode, but a lot of um, chessboard pieces are being moved around. And there are times where I was just, I was just so enthralled for everything that was going on. Like, I'm not going to lie, because there are a few new characters who come in, at least at least six or seven new characters that are in this episode. <laughs> There's one that shows up and I'm just like, was that Christian Cole? Nope, nope, that's Christian Cole. Who's this guy that kind of looks similar to him, but isn't him? Yes. Um, after the events of episode five, you know, Sir Kristen Cole, his secret is out, or well, at least to the queen, about his uh, intimacy with Rhaenyra. And after she has turned him down, I mean, why would you not turn him down for a life of, you know, luxury? But then again, things may not, you know, end up the way that she's hoping. But yeah, I do agree. <laughs> There is a lot of new characters here, and I hope that new Game of Thrones watchers or House of the Dragon first-time watchers of this franchise altogether don't get too um, don't get too paralyzed or shocked by the amount of characters. Again, I'm going to find that uh, um, that family tree link because I believe they did. Uh, put an official one out there. I'll put that in the uh, link of the episode notes down below. But um, overall, I really did love this episode. Like you said, uh, we get the King's health um, is not as great as it's been, as we've seen within these past few episodes. And, you know, 10 years later, I mean, he's, he's there, but it, it is very apparent that he is not, he is not fit to sit on the Iron Throne, because that is what the Iron Throne does. It does cut and bruise and injure those who are not worthy or right to sit on the throne. But like you said, Devin, Damon has some really great genes, and we see a few new dragons in this episode as well. I will just leave it at that because there's a lot of great surprises there. But overall, I am enjoying this. The ending of this episode had me like shook, but you know, game what this being Game of Thrones, they know how to ne- end an episode. It's another great cliffhanger, you know, another jaw dropping moment. But there are a few surprises that happen along the way that I was not expecting. But of course, if you've read the book, you kind of know what's going on. But yeah, this is kind of the midst of. Rhaenyra is married to Sir Lanar, and then, of course, um, Alicent's still married to her father, the Queen. And there is this just big friction where it's like you feel like they're just going to jump at each other's throats. But it's it's going to happen. This is episode six, so we still have four more episodes left after. I guarantee you, if, if House of the Dragons is just like any other Game of Thrones season, usually what happens with Game of Thrones... Um, each season, the pen ultimate episode was almost as if like it wasn't the season finale, but it was like the big episode. And then episode 10 of every season will kind of be not necessarily the cooldown, but the aftermath of those big events that happened. So, you know, uh, as we saw in episode five, that Allison uh, came to Rhaenyra's wedding wearing green. And for those who don't know, uh, green is the color for the high towers when it comes to uh, the symbol for war. So 
we know war is coming. It, it is inevitable because this is about the the tragic downfall of the House of Targaryens, the, the Dance of Dragons. But we just have to wait just a little bit longer. But it is getting so, so good. And I am loving it. Like it's uh, like Devin said, Emma Darcy and Olivia Cook are killing it in these roles. And it's as if these characters never left. They are just... You know, they are more mature and you get to take them a little bit more seriously now because they do have that worldly experience, albeit we haven't seen these characters. Technically, there's, like I said, that 10 jump, that 10 year jump, excuse me, for episode five and episode six. But um, overall, this is a great episode. Yeah, 10, 10 years. Good good for Christian Cole because uh, he is not aging. He is not. I mean, <laughs> They they have to figure out, like, you know, there are certain characters who have, like, two to three different, you know, older versions of these characters. But, yeah, Chris and Cole kind of stays, stays the same. Has, has a nice new little dude going on. But other than that, you know, he I feel like that is a way to make him look older. I don't know if it's 10 years older, but he does look a little bit more... Um, established but speaking of uh sir Kristen call uh, he, he still feels like he's still sulking a little bit there from his uh last encounter with the queen at least from i mean not the queen excuse me from rainier from what we saw and then we also see a lot of friction and complications between sir lanor and between rainier as well of uh, what's happening um with their marriage so you know uh as we saw in episode five, there was this little arrangement or understanding between them because Sir Lanor is um, is gay and R.I.P. to Joffrey <laughs> getting his face bashed in in episode five. But, you know, they they had this agreement like this pact to, you know, fulfill their duty as husband and wife and for the realm, produce these offsprings. And then kind of just once they have fulfilled their duty, they are able to just go ahead and, you know, be with whoever they may like. But there's a lot of complications there, and I'm just going to leave it at that. So, Devin, did you have anything else you wanted to add to this spoiler-free review that we haven't already before we close out here? Yeah, without giving anything away, I didn't know this this strong guy had a... Uh, I thought he was just kind of a random side character, but apparently his his lineage is definitely doing a lot of things don't really know what or why but we'll see yeah definitely we will definitely see as i said great great episode another home run i'm just uh i i i'm just so happy this westeros is back and i mean it feels like game of thrones is back albeit you know there are a lot of time jumps there's a lot to keep up with uh but again i will link that family tree um in the episode notes uh below um, within this episode. So definitely keep a look, look out for that. So it's just whew, another home run. That's all I got. I can't wait to watch again on Sunday. Cause that's usually what I do, but it, it is so great. And we get to stream them on HBO max. And like, I think it's 4k HDR, which it looks fantastic. So yeah, with all that said, again, we would like to thank Warner brothers and, HBO Max for sending us these screeners early for you guys so we can get the word out to you guys. It's a little bit early again, 
pump you guys up, prep you guys up for this week's episode of Game of Thrones. And if you've liked what you heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be, make sure to share an episode of the film optics podcast with a movie lover in need. And really quick, what is out now? We have our She-Hulk episode one through five review that is up. We'll be doing episode six here, hopefully over the weekend. It just really depends. We're kind of busy, but you can also check out our don't worry, darling review that is up on the podcast for everyone to listen to and that was a doozy of a movie and as well you can check out our pearl review that we have up on the podcast and our rogue one a star wars stories revisited uh, movie review and we kind of talk about andor within that podcast episode as well so those are just a few things that we have up on the docket and what is coming out as well. Um, we're going to be doing Andor episode one through three, like we said uh, before in a previous episode. So definitely keep a check uh, look out for that. They'll probably be coming up sometime early next week. Again, it just depends on our schedule. But with all that said, we hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. If you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.